are back with part two of our episode with Elsie, aka Lauren Chamberlain, from season one of Love is Blind, the original, dare I say the best. Without further ado, here's part two of our interview with Elsie. It is Elsie who we love having on and who does some voice work too. So can you tell us? uh, Yeah, it's been in a a lull um, for several different reasons that we don't need to get into right now. But um, mostly just because of my own self. And it's like a little scary to like kind of trying to do things, something that you actually like care about and you actually like want to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been the hold up there. And also with like the SAG strikes and the writer's strike and stuff like that, there wasn't like a whole lot to audition for if I especially because I'm newer to the voiceover stuff and I didn't have yeah. a I don't have like an agent and most agencies were like rightfully not accepting new talent because they wanted to take care of anything they do have that they can, you know, Ooh, I'm going to DM you. I have somebody that you should talk to. Okay. Yeah. But you know, anything, so I was, I, you know, I've taken the classes last like couple years and, um, there's a really good studio here called, uh, Atlanta voiceover studio. <laughs> um, very creative, very creative <laughs> name. Um, but they actually have really great classes. Um, not super expensive either. Um, I think it was like, it ranges from like, 100 150 to like 350 based on like the, the classes like per month okay. um but they're really yeah, good that is not bad no it's not bad and um but that they, i've learned a lot there and also i think being a theater kid you know and like doing like not just like doing shows but like actually majoring in it and like doing it for real and like learning the things i always am like i gotta learn the craft you know and i think it also was part of a little bit of an excuse as well to like not fully dive into it when i know that i probably could have but yeah, it's just like a lot because when you do voiceover, you not only do you have to do like the acting and the voiceover, you know, where I'm at right now, you know, eventually you don't have to, but to do all this, but where I'm at right now is like, I also am the editor and yeah, the and like directing myself and you know, all these things. So I've done like a little things here and there, but nothing like crazy. Um, it is really hard to do the editing. Like I give yeah. Jordan so much credit because she does all the behind the scenes production and she edits even like these episodes which really don't need to be edited like fixing sound and yeah it is a hard I also get really in my head about I'm not good at like directing myself like I feel like I'll end up doing something like the same audition like 500 times where really I didn't I probably landed on this first or second try you know like now I'm just like it's not even I I've like like you know how when you say a, a, a word over and over again and now it's just like doesn't even make sense it's not even a real yeah. word anymore that's kind of how it feels sometimes when I'm like doing it so I try to be like okay I'm gonna do like three takes of this and then or like you know four takes of this pick the best two send them and it's really hard because then sometimes I and also my editing has evolved so at first like the auditions I was sending now I look back and listen back and I'm like oh god I have no fucking clue what that sounds horrible that's how that's how every professional think about like when you first started in your career to where you are now or even in life any new job like in the first like you know six months or something is it's always like a learning curve you know I was I've been a recruiter for like six years like that's always what I tell people but it's easier said than done and also it's like something I actually care about and I've always been seemingly naturally decent good at so you know good at without super trying so it's like hard when I don't have the that's why I like taking the classes I think because to be Mm -hmm. honest like when I took the class like you have to take the beginner class first which I was like great and I probably could have 
I, I mean, I couldn't have, cause you can't take that. You can't take other classes until you take that, but I uh, probably could have skipped it because it really was a lot of basic, like, like the, if you did theater, if classes at any point in your life, which I did major in it and did it in high school and college and all that and stuff. So it's like, I've learned all the techniques and I know how to analyze a text without thinking about analyzing a text. I just am doing it automatically without, and it was kind of like a back to basics thing, which was good because I haven't done theater in like a, a while, like 10, 11 years at this point. So it was kind of like a good refresher, but I was like, oh, I'm like still pretty good at this. And compared to, I was like, you know, I don't want to compare myself to everyone in the class because honestly, everyone in the class was great. Like there sure. were times where everyone, including myself, like did bad readings or whatever. And like we worked on it, but it was, there were times where people got up there and like crushed it on the first try. And it was cool for me to hear other people too um, and feedback and give feedback and like directing because I always have loved like directing. I'm, you know, I'm a very bossy person <laughs> by nature, um, but I um, you know, love doing that kind of stuff and like watching people like get it, you know, and all that. And then doing it myself and being told like, <sighs> sometimes it sucked because they would be like, I don't even have a note. That was really good. And I'm like, no, just like, they're like, okay, here's one just for fun and like do something like weird with it. And so it was really fun in a way that like, kind of like boosted my ego in a little way where it was like nice. a reminder of like, you can do this and you're good at it. You've always been good at it and you stopped. So it was kind of like one of those things, but then I think I just get so like, God, in your what, head. What if it Would you? Out? What if it does? It's even more. If scary. it doesn't work out, you're not doing it now anyway. So I, I, I'm, you know, it's always the thing where I, I would tell someone this too, like, well, if you don't try, like, you don't know, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's like if you don't, you got shoot or shoot, Lauren. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the whole lottery slogan, you know got to play to win. <laughs> That's true. Would you ever transition that into like auditioning for on camera work? I don't know. Um, I actually think voiceover is a lot more like theater to me. And I, mm -hmm. I did, you, I've done auditions for, um, you know, uh, film stuff. And I'm not against it by any stretch, but that's just like, I have no training in film. I think it's a, sure. it's a very different acting, um, very different acting in film than it is in a uh, theater, you know? Um, yeah. But in, in voiceover, you kind of have to be like a theater. I think musical theater to voiceover is a perfect. Yeah. You have to be a lot more animated because. Well, yeah. But also when you do musical theater specifically, you learn how to sing. And also uh, you learn how to talk. If I, like I was literally, I had to like relearn how to speak um, my senior year of high school because we were doing a show without mics and like you, you're, I don't want to blow my voice out. Like, you know, and so you have to, and people have to hear me. So like, you have to learn how to talk without a mic. And like, I know it sounds so like, well, you had to learn how to talk like the fuck, <laughs> but like people don't, and like the way you can use your, your, your head and your voice and your throat and your nose and your eye, like your whole head and your face, like every, your whole body to make a noise come out. I, like, I feel like if you do musical theater, if you really, if you are trained in it, um, you probably had voice lessons at some point, like I did too. And I've been doing that since voice lessons since I was like in elementary school and choir, you know, all that stuff. And like, you really do learn your body, your body as like, a, as like a tool, as an instrument, like they're like, you're not just trying to go up there and, and sing. You're trying to go up there and like, it's a month you're, you're using muscles. Like, it's like, it's, you want to sound like this? It's got to come from a different way. You got to sound like this? It's got to come from a different way. If you want to mm -hmm. sound like this without losing your voice, you got to do it like that. And it, 
I don't even know how to explain it without it just being something that you just have, you just learn without even knowing that you're learning it. And then I didn't realize it until I got out of musical theater more and was talking to other people who've never done musical theater or theater and, you know, about things of when they're sick or I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, that part of like your soft palate, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what's a soft palate? And I'm like, oh yeah. You know that like when you yawn and there's like a part that goes, oh. like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. We, I could, we don't need to get into any of this. <laughs> All the details. The tangent of anything, but this specifically. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we have, I think what we'll do is, cause I do want to play some of these games with you, but yeah. let's do that as some bonus content. And we're going to get into the fan questions because we have quite a few for you okay. uh, about love is blind, perfect match. And like your life since. Yeah. So uh, some of this is going to probably be like repetitive <laughs> for you, but this is what the fans want to know. So we are here for them. And I know you are too. So from serotonin rights on Reddit, why were you ever into parties <laughs> on perfect match? Um, okay. Listen, we had never seen his season of Love is Blind, okay? He hadn't even seen his season of Love is Blind. He just <laughs> filmed it like a few months prior. So, but I actually had met him um, probably like right after they were done, maybe like a couple, like a few weeks, maybe like a month-ish after they were done filming. Um, I had met him because I was dating a mutual friend of his. And so I met him and some other people in that cast. Um most people I met were people who weren't shown, but um, he was one of them. And so, like, I knew who he was, and he was, like, a really nice, like, charismatic person. Um, and he's cute. Like, if you don't – like, listen, he is really – I'm so impressed with him and proud of him now, too. With yes. the way he handled his whole, like, baby situation. And, I think yeah. I'm like, – I, he's, like, one of the few people I do still, like, talk to all the time, too. Um, but first of all, I never got to pick – that I was on a date with Bartiz. I'm glad it was him though, because I knew I was going to have fun. Like the second I mm -hmm. learned him, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, this is going to be a fun date because me and him are both like flirty, like, like fun, funny, like goofy people. Anyway, like we can joke, we like to joke around. And also he's like tall and he's like tall, dark and handsome. You know, he's a little cutie patootie. I don't think I've ever been into him in like that way, but like, He's like, y'all, he's like six, four. Okay. <laughs> After a certain height, like I'm, you're just attractive in my brain. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's no other, you're face blind. Yeah. But also he's got like a nice smile. Like he's like a, I think he's like a good looking guy. Like I think he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Like I think I got to know him without the already precursor of like, oh, he's a horrible, horrible man. He's the, he's the worst. And I never, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that was left out of his story on love is blind. Cause I sure. heard him explain it to me without he didn't even know what's going to be shown so his version of it where you know you know we all have our own versions of our own stories but like his version of it too like I think there were some things that were left out that would have made things make a little more sense and would also have made not not Nancy look bad by any stretch but just like it would have made them look a little more equal I think maybe or at least like make him make maybe less of that and more like you kind of understand maybe why Bartice was doing sure. it. And also he's like 25, 26, I think when he went on that show. So like as someone who was 26, went on that show, I had no business being on that show. I thought I knew, thought I did. No, I have no it idea. is young. It is. I know, yeah. you know, like 50 years ago, maybe different, but yeah, no, it is young to talk about getting married. Yeah. 
yeah. grandma 18 popping out babies in her nightgown, which is very different. And I would say Bartice is probably one of the most brought up in our Facebook group, like one of the sure. most brought up cast members, not necessarily in a positive way. Yes. You know why? You know why? Because one of the things too, I told him, I was like, you got to lean into it. If you're going to be this, if you're going to not when we were seeing where the, what the writing on the wall was, because I knew at that point I knew he was like fucking around on perfect match. So I knew he was going to probably be, he, he knew he was probably going to be a villain from perfect match. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but he was like, oh, it's fine because I don't think I'll look that bad on, on my season of love is blind. Oh no. But then, yeah. So, um, but I, when we saw like when love is blind, I remember when love is blind, his season came out and I was like talking to him and I was like, Bartiz. <laughs> you gotta lean into this because he didn't do anything horrible you know it wasn't like you know horrible horrible stuff it was just like being generally like a 25 year old dickhead you know and so I was like you kind of got to lean into this or it's going to eat you alive I think you know um so he did and I think he has hand I think that's why people love to hate him and I think that's why people are okay with talking so much shit about him whereas if you notice the Jessica talking shit kind of died, didn't really, it was around for sure for a while. We oh yeah. Shit about her, but it, it didn't stick for as long because, well, first of all, cause after the altar and we revealed Mark is actually a shitty, shitty person, but then also because she was upset about it and was pretty clear about how yeah. she said about it. And so people don't want to like shit on someone who already feels bad, you know? So Bart- uh, I don't know. The fans in this well, group are pretty you know, brutal. At a certain point though, like it gets to be too much, like not for like years, yes. you know, there's always yeah. some people who hate everyone, you know, but it's just kind of like, I think Bartiz just like leans into it and he's just, he's yeah. And it, it hurts his feelings too sometimes, of course, but like, of course people are brutal, yeah. but I do think it's, it kind of turns around now. Like you said, how he's handling the situation with his son. Yeah. Um, People grow and they change. Yeah. And well, and also to this question, I never picked Bartiz. Um, you were mad. Yeah. You guys didn't us. pick your. Yeah. No. Somebody picked us to go on a date and then we matched with other people that night. So. Which brings us to our next question is what do you think about Nick now that you've actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, here's me. I think that if. Me and Nick had been in there in the beginning. I think that it would have been really fun. I think he would have eventually left me when Izzy came in. That's one of those things where I think it would have been, inter- I mean, it would have sucked for me, but I think it would have been an entertaining story of being like, here is these two people who seem like a decent, like, you know, maybe not a perfect match, but we seem like a good match. We're both like similar vibes, similar sense of humor. Um, and yeah, I think like on paper, it seemed like we, and even in real life, like we actually did like have a pretty steamy makeout on Perfect Match oh. as well. Um, the way they, I will say the way they showed that, um, our, me and his story on Perfect Match, I was like, y'all, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not happy with that. I should have seen this coming because they didn't show anything about the kiss. They didn't show any of the stuff of him. Like we both were like, no, we're not a perfect match. Like, what the fuck? We've known each other for two seconds. No, this is weird. This is all very weird. Like, it'd be nice. It'd be cool. Like, I was like, I don't know how am I supposed to say I'm a perfect, perfect match. I don't even know him really. <laughs> Nobody on that show was a perfect match for no. each other. It was no. clearly not the love is blind. Let's no. long term go into this vibes. Even but what with- they showed was me being like, 
Hey, I love Nick. I think he's so <laughs> Which like, I was always like, yeah, he's a great guy. Like, I think Nick is cool. Like, I think we could be a match. Um, it'd be fun if we were. And also, I think I just was giving off a lot of nervous energy in general. So they had a lot of good clips for me being like, and that's like my eyes will never tell, like my eyes just make me look nervous all the time. I think I look, I think I have resting like, ner- like sad face or nervous face. I saw that on your, I think your Instagram. Yeah, no, I definitely do. I didn't know that really until I watched myself on these shows and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I look like I'm just like always like, what's. Like I'm doe-eyed. You have a very like that's a nice way of putting it. Yes. That's that's what it is. It's nice because that's what it is. I just have big eyes. (laughs) You're a very girl next door, like and I am nervous. Anxiety ridden. I do have a lot of anxiety, so there's also that. (laughs) Uh all right. Let's move on. Our next question is from Slosh Kosh student. What is your point of view of the Amber versus Jessica? Like bringing it way back, the Amber versus Jessica situation. Um, I think it is stupid. <laughs> I always thought it was really stupid. Like, actually, so whenever Love Is Wine aired, <clears throat> um, I remember like the first few episodes, like just the pod ones, and then maybe like one in Mexico. I think it was the first like four or five episodes that came out, and I remember texting Amber. Because they kind of made it, they were trying to do this while we were filming. I do remember them kind of trying to pit us against each other. And I physically jumped. We didn't talk for like 24 hours, which in the pods seemed like a year. But I was like, this is too weird. This is too weird. I feel like they're trying to make this a narrative of me against Amber. And I don't want this. And there was like, we wouldn't even make eye contact for like a day. Once we realized we were like both into Barnett like that. And we were like, oh, this is too weird. She's one of the first people I met. Like I met her at the psych evaluation. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Before we even started filming. So like, I, you know, was like, she's a friend. Like, I don't want to be in this situation with anybody, but not, especially not her. And also yeah. she kind of scares me a little. So I was like, I don't want to be in this situation with her. How so? Just like, she's an intimidating person. She's like a, okay. like, first time I met her, she was talking about all these fights she'd been in in high school. And I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 The background. Oh, I hear you. I've barely even like flicked anybody. So I don't know. <laughs> not my vibe. But, um. And she's like been in the military and shit, you know, like, yes, she's a like, strong, yeah. strong woman. Yeah. She's just a lot more like outspoken, you know, than I'm comfortable being sometimes. And I respect that about her. That's what I like about her. A lot of my friends are like that. So, um, she, you know, I was like, I don't want to be in this situation. I physically jumped on her, like physically jumped on her on the couch, put my entire body on her body and was like, I love you. And I don't want to do this with you. Can we just like, we're both actually, I know we're with the same person, but we're both two of the only people feeling this way in this room in this cast because <laughs> we were the only two that really the that like the other, the- those other love triangles but it was always one girl and two guys but we were the only ones that was like two girls and one guy and mm-hmm. so no one I had no one else to talk to about it you know and I was like I don't want to we don't need to talk about Barnett but we can talk about how we're feeling you know and so that's what kind of what we did from there so we were both pretty open about it each other like you know respectfully open with each other about it when we were filming. And then I'm going to be honest, both of us, when I, both of us, when we watched that, I was like, what? The Jessica <laughs> stuff? Huh? <laughs> Cause it always seemed like a love triangle. And then it didn't really seem like much of a square. And I was like, this gotta be like an editing thing. Cause I remember <laughs> Jessica and Barnett in the beginning, like first half of the pods for sure. But I think I was texting Amber and it must've been when, 
they were the other episodes then because I remember her being pissed when I texted her. I was like, hey, how are you feeling? And she was like, not good, to be honest. I'm pretty fucking pissed. I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought, yeah, was that was a rough one. I thought it was going to be about, I thought it was about me for a second because I was kind of alluding to our situation because in the episode, they kind of showed some things out of context of, you know, me being like mad or being like, I don't even remember what I was saying. Just like, it kind of seemed like I was like, talking a little shit or something. And it's like, that's not really what was happening. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I, but then she was talking about Jessica. She's like, I had no idea all that stuff went down of like them talking to each other. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> like I didn't really <laughs> that to be a thing either. And let's just say that whenever people talk on reality TV, for the most part, it's because a producer has been like, what we're saying is not scripted. But what we are, the topic we are discussing and where we are sitting and who we are sitting with is usually, that's the only like produced part, you know, like what we're saying is not scripted, but you know, they Do might they sit you down together. Like, Hey, call Jessica over, call yeah. this like, one over with the Jessica situation. I think they probably were like, Hey, um, Barnett go sit over here in this courtyard and we're going to have, um, someone come talk to you. And then Jessica comes up and goes, and they're like, Hey, Jessica go talk to Barnett over there. He's waiting for you to go talk to him. So is it spun like Barnett wants to talk to Jessica and then Jessica wants to talk to Barnett? I think like, from what that I was told about that specific topic, it was, I think it was like, I think it was less like spun, but I think it was kind of just like details being left out. I'm like, Hey, Bar Barnett, someone's going to kind of come talk to you. I'm, I don't know if they would have said Jessica or not. Um, and then Jessica, him being like, you know, he's waiting for you over there to talk to you. You know, same thing like when after the altar, when me and Jessica or me and Diamond and Amber kind of got into that whole situation, it was like me and they were like, hey, uh, Diamond and Elsie, go sit on that couch and talk about Mark again. <laughs> or no. Yeah, I think I was talking about Mark again. And then then, of course, Amber, um, I don't know if she was told to come over, but she came over and started talking to us and we were talking about Mark. And so then that's how that whole conversation started. So it's like what we said was our own like doing, but like the situation's not. And also I know production's like real, I'll probably get in trouble for saying stuff like this, but also like, I don't think that's bad. Like, I think if anything, that's actually good for people to know, not just like, because I don't think it's like, makes it, I think it actually seems like it's less produced. Like it's not as produced as you think that it is. At least the shows I've been on, like I've heard about other things, but like, we're not scripted. We are sometimes I'll be like, Hey, say this. And if you can, or you don't, whatever, like, you know, me saying bad luck, LC, like I would never fucking say that, but they ha made me say it. I try to say it in different ways and they just made me say it like that. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but you know, there's some things like that, but it's not like full conversation. Like we're not getting scripts and memorizing our lines and then having to talk right. to you the next day, you know, like, but people think that. And we've heard <laughs> both ways, like where, um, Nick, whose episode just came out yesterday, I think was on the show from season two. And he said like, they would make them reenact fights that they've already had to get that if either they didn't capture it or if they needed it a yeah. different way, whatever. So again, not scripted, but like, produced and I yeah. think it depends on everybody's individual experiences too who your producer is yeah. what your storyline is like, what there's so yeah. many individual elements because there's there's no like middle ground it seems like either everybody would do it again or wants nothing to do with it 
um, you know, and had a great time, had a terrible time. It was, there's not yeah. too many like, yeah, that we've experienced anyway. I will say I'm kind of like, eh, yeah, I don't really care. Like, All if right. I did it again, it'd be fine if I didn't. I, if I ever did a reality show again, I would want to be on it for just a longer time to have the actual experience and like be comfortable in the situation and whatever. So, cause I feel like it does take a second to get used to like me being thrown in on perfect match at the end. I'm like so deeply uncomfortable and you can, it's very aware. Like you can tell I'm like so nervous and awkward. I'm like, this is so fucking weird. Like the people with reality TV career, the career reality TV personalities, I'll say your Joey's, your Francesca's are comfortable because they, you know, Joey has acting experience. Francesca's been through the reality TV, like circuit in a lot of ways. They, they are comfortable with that. And that is, they make, you know, living off of that. You're doing it for the experience. You're doing it for the fun. And it, it's okay to have that different vibe. It's okay to be nervous because there's, that's what makes the dynamic different. If it was all career reality TV, you'd have a different show. If it was all people who are anxious and nervous, you'd have a completely different show too. (laughs) Now, the next question we have, which was also from uh, the same Reddit user, is uh, is you, the feud or any, I'll open it up bigger, are any of the feuds from season one still going on? Do people not talk to each other out of anger or is it I mean, just? Like, I think Amber and is always going to hate Jessica. I don't think Jessica cares um, <laughs> about it. She's kind of just, I, I mean, also like. By the time the show came out, it was a year. By the time after the altar was filmed, it was two years after we filmed Love is Blind. I'm like, bro, you've been married for two years. Like, why do you still care about someone who we were all in the same situation? You you barely knew Barnett when that was happening. Like, you just met him. <laughs> so that's what confuses me. Like, I, I don't know if you watched the last season where like Izzy had the drawer of like X's stuff or yeah. when there is like the love triangles, you guys all really, yeah, you could have deep feelings, but like you all just met. So it's yeah. weird to be so territorial, but well, with Izzy stuff, it felt more like um serial killer energy to like, just keep <laughs> a, like a, to like keep a drawer of like things from exes or people you hooked up with. It kind of seemed like a little, like I'm taking a souvenir from someone I just killed. So I think that was the problem why it was weird. I feel like <laughs> my, from what it looked like for me with that situation was like, it was less about like that you have exes or you've hooked up with people in the past. And it was more like, why the fuck are you keeping this? You creepy little weirdo. That was more what it was for me. <laughs> okay. So yeah. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah, I don't know. If any feud is still going on from season one, we filmed it five and a half, a little (laughs) over five years ago. I can't believe, oh my God, I cannot believe that much time has passed. I feel like 2020 to 2023 was like six months. No, truly. That's how I feel about it too. And here's the thing though. I am the kind of person where I'm completely over, like, obviously I don't give a fuck about the Mark stuff at all, but like, if I start talking about it and I bring it up, I'm going to start getting mad about it again because I'm not going to, I, but it's, I'm like that with anything. If you bring up a time in elementary school that someone like was mean to me that I will, if you start talking to me about it, I will get heated about it, you know? So it's like, I don't care in my day-to-day life. It doesn't keep me up at night guys. Like I don't, <laughs> so I don't know if maybe they're like that too, but I don't know. I would just rather well, not. Let's find out. Our next question is. 
there we go. Did you feel pressure to pick a side? It seemed like you hung out more with Jessica. No, because the side was picked for me um, by Amber um, because of Mark, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, she I think she definitely picked a side in that situation. And I thought everything was fine, but she for until the. Well, to this day, she I would message her after we filmed after the altar. I would message her, DM her about you know something she posted or whatever, or text her about something. Never heard a thing back, never hung out with her again. And I was like, Did we not make up at after the altar? Or and then, but then conveniently, whenever after the altar came out and everyone was shitting on her for being a little kind of an asshole and about the mark situation, and everyone like came down on her and she was mad at me. <laughs> for that and i was defending her i was like guys it's not that way like we made up it's fine knowing that we made up but she never responded she never talked to me again and i was still like she doesn't deserve this but then she would still go on all these publications her and i to this day probably could still get a message but people in the past year even people were dming me being like (laughs) barnett amber went live and they're talking shit about you again i've seen them in real life in public in situations with like less than 10 people and I walked in and was like, hey, you know, just acknowledging like we don't have to like chit chat and be best friends this whole yeah. time. But like just being like, hey, like <laughs> I know you are a person that exists. Um, <laughs> we have met before. The way that they have just they like pretend they don't even see me. And I'm like, OK. I, right. you know, okay. it seems I'm like her. I can't. I don't know. I'm deal with it. Like her general sour experience with love is blind that she has come out with has soured her relationships like in general it was just maybe something she wants to put behind her and that affects her relationships sorry i'm freezing it's so cold in here oh no same (laughs) it just makes me mad because when after the after the ultra came out and she really again we have not we had not spoken it was like almost a year it was not quite a year it's maybe like nine months ish from filming after the altar to when it came out and then she was like all of a sudden now, and we didn't spoken. She didn't respond to anything I'd ever sent her. I just stopped reaching out to her in general because of that. And then all of a sudden she's talking all this shit about me in any interview she can. Um, Barnett too. And I'm like, bro, you don't even go here. <laughs> um, also like Mark said not nice things about Amber. So behind her back. So I don't, I wouldn't die oh, on that okay. hill, Amber. <laughs> um, oh boy. Not a safe hill to die on if I'm being honest. Um, and also I never heard anything about Mark defending her. She's out here risking her reputation defending him. And he never said a word from our, from what I can tell. But um, he, so she was posting these pictures of me and her and Diamond after when we had made up, we all talked about it and we like, you know, talked it out, whatever. And we were fine, I thought. And we took some pictures and we were chit-chatting. And, um, but then I hadn't talked to her since. And then she posts those pictures and she's like, see guys, basically being like, see guys, we're friends, we're fine. TV is not real. Reality TV is lying. And I'm like, Okay, I'll go with this, but we all know you're not. You have I haven't seen you since that day, since that night. I haven't. You haven't responded to anything I sent you since that night, and you've continued to talk shit about me since that night. So, um, it's not your. It's a no for me. You know, it's funny because the feuds, the original feuds from like season one, and then the original feuds from season five, you would think would carry like would die down more with your season because there's been so much time. But everybody from season five is like, yeah, it happened, whatever. I'm over it on after the altar. And with you guys, like there's still these, and maybe it's just because, you know, Amber felt the way she did about her whole experience. I can't speak for her 
Uh, she was another fan request to have on. I doubt she will because I know she doesn't want to talk about this show. But yeah. um, all right. Next so question. I don't think it's like a feud, to be fair. Like I just right. it's just like you guys don't it's not worth know. my time to be try to be friends with this person or nice to her. You can't all everybody can't get along. Mean. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. No, I'm not gonna be mean. I'm just not gonna Yeah. Yeah, understandable. Control alt delete. The opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. <laughs> all right, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Now I want to thank repulsive ads. 7180 always hits us with great questions. Um, he or she, or they would like to know if there was anything Barnett said to you that wasn't aired that might give more insight into your relationship and dynamic. Oh uh, yeah. Basically 99.9% .9 of everything we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. No, I mean, we were like goofy for the most part, like just goofing around a lot. And I think that was, we were just comfortable talking to each other. We had similar sense of humor. I think that was like a big thing. Um, I mean, to this day, I mean, not anymore because they act like I don't exist in public, but um, you know, for years after too, like if I ever saw them in public, like me and Barnett would always just be like goofing around, you know? So yeah, I mean, it, I think that there was a lot. Also, I think there's a lot that they showed about Barnett and Amber that they should have, could have shown that would have made it make a little more sense too. I think all the pods in general, I think should be more, there should be more pod stuff, I think, because not just because I was in the pods, but just because like, even Lauren and Cameron have said this, like you kind of miss the why mm -hmm. you kind of breeze over the pods. Um, and you kind of miss why these people got together in the first place. So yeah, I don't know. I think that yeah, I, I honestly, I can't even point to one thing specifically because it was really just our entire conversation, like none of them. And also especially this last season with there only being three yeah. engagements and then two weddings, like what, why well, five not? engagements and five weddings? Oh yeah, that's right. But, Sorry. The ones that didn't, yes. no yes. which is yeah. another thing from your season. Like, again, does it cost that much to throw an extra camera crew or two? I don't, I think it's less about camera crew and more about like, you only have a certain amount of episodes that you're allowed to have. Um, sure, three. but you don't know how it's going to play out with well, the other couples. They already, like from what I was told, like before we even started filming our season of Love is Blind, there's 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. That's it. And there was 10 episodes. So they're fitting five stories, even in 10 episodes is in 10 one hour episodes. Maybe I think the one last one was maybe a couple hours, but like, you know, that's a lot to put in oh no i get that but okay yeah. like for example now there they were five seasons in lydia and milton um taylor and jp and izzy and stacy yeah and then so we're and then the the two that kept filming that we didn't see but then yeah now we're losing taylor and jp we could slot somebody else in there. Like you don't know that they're going to break up before you get to Mexico. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen when everybody starts living together. I don't know. That's a fan. That's a big fan complaint, but um, 100%. I think that even, I think they should have more episodes and have like, I think there should be like five pod episodes, like <laughs> truly because so much happens in there. And I'm like, at a certain point, I guess it's like, how interesting is it to watch people talk through a wall? But I, think that they should actually, well, I don't know how they would do this, but I think it'd be cool if we could figure out a way for the audience to not see the face of the person they're talking to. Oh boy. That and would have to be a podcast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, let them in on that a little bit, because I think it's more interesting experience when you don't really know. 
Um, but for us as an audience, we can see all the things and we see both sides and we see how they're acting in, in the common areas and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. All don't right. Know. And then on to the next part of, uh, repulsive ads question. And I already know, uh, do you still keep in touch with anybody from the show? <laughs> I mean, diamond, uh, I definitely mm -hmm. talk to a lot. Um, I'll see Lauren out everyone, like Lauren and Cameron, sometimes every once in a while at events, like Lauren's someone, I think that me and her are very similar, but because of that, we're both just like awkward people in general. And like, when we get together, it's fun, but then like neither one of us initiate anything. So I'm like, I, I, I want to be able to hang out with her more, but I also get why we don't. <laughs> um, but it's anyway, all right. anytime I've been around her, I loved it, but, but yeah, I went I to have those shower and Oh um, yeah. Kelly, I talked to I hung out with Kelly a bunch too. Um Damien, I'll talk to him. I haven't talked to him a lot recently, but I'll talk to him a good bit. Oh yeah, you guys are on both yeah. shows together. Yeah, Gianina, like I talked to her a good bit all the time too. And we have mutual friends before the show. So I didn't know her, but um yeah. Well, we say hi to all of them. Everybody, yeah. hello, mm -hmm. and we love you and miss you. All right, Jordan, what do we got next? Juliana for president wants to know. How did you stay so gracious during the Amber after the altar fight? I'm still amazed you didn't throw hands or she didn't throw hands. Sorry. Um, she isn't. I didn't throw I hands. Think, I think Amber, but it, it's open-ended. We're not sure. Either one. There was no physical fighting. I was just saying, how did she stay so gracious during the Amber fight? I'm still, like, I think she's also saying, like, because I'm not the one she's talking to. I think she's like, I'm still amazed she didn't throw hands. Um, I'm not a throwing hands type of person. Um, and if Amber That's were to, why I didn't think it was, you. yeah. And also if everyone were, if Amber were to do that, um, production would just be shut down. Like it, I don't think she's like that. She's like, I think she's aggressive, like passionate person. I don't mean aggressive in like a bad way, by the way. Um, I think diamond is also an aggressive, passionate person, you know, it's so like them two going like toe to toe. Like I'm not gonna go back and forth with someone like that. And Diamond, because I just can't, I just don't have that energy. It's not my energy. Like, I just mm -hmm. don't have it. Not saying it's good or bad. I love, I surround myself, I think, with people who are like that because I'm not like that. And like, I feel like most of my friends are fire signs. <laughs> like, I am an outspoken person, but I'm like, Am it was a situation where I know I was like, Amber's not listening. Like, she's not here. She's already got her side of the story that she knows is true, quotation marks, that mm -hmm. she didn't actually even experience. And she, is trying to tell me that my experience that I actually did experience was different. And diamond was also not there, but also I was talking to diamond like every day, almost during that stuff happening. She was getting a play by play live, you know, and she was just as like, you know, turned upside down, like surprises me when we found out about Mark. So it was kind of like, uh, Amber, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of, it was just like, uh, let's just stop. Like, it's, just stop. she's not gonna change her mind. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. Like, we are all wasting our breath here, and I just feel like it's just not worth fighting with someone. Or like, I don't want to fight with anyone. I love to have like, I will have a discussion. I will debate you. I will debate about the dumbest shit ever. But like, again, if you're not listening, I'm not. Why am I talking? <laughs> yeah. It's hard when somebody's that worked up to have any kind of productive conversation. No. All right, Jordan. Which was more fun to be on? Love is blind or perfect match? Um, if I had experienced perfect match, I think that would have been more fun. 
<laughs> I think we already knew your answer to that. It was a little more lighthearted. Like Love is Blind was fun, but it was definitely like a more like serious, like a more like nerve wracking, like, oh, we're like getting engaged at the end of these to someone I've never seen. This is fucking weird. Like it sounds when you explained it when you're like, you know, talking to production before, it's like, oh yeah, okay, that seems cool, like a cool concept. But then uh and like, yeah, I could do that. But then when you actually get there, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I really don't know what these guys look like, huh? <laughs> really? <laughs> Nothing? Like, okay. Um, and so it was a little more nerve-wracking. And also, like, because of that, it was, like, a little more serious. And, like, I don't know. It was just kind of, like, I don't know. It was just, like, a little – it was fun in a different way. Uh, perfect match. I mean, yeah, it was pretty much just, like – me and Diamond got to hang out at the hotel for most of the time. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> All right. Our next out. set of questions comes from Instagram. This one's from Jessica Nicole Munoz. How do you stay so grounded in this wild world in which everyone is a super fabulous in influencer? I almost got through that one. Well, and this might be something that is maybe one of those things where I do wish I was a little more delusional and I wish I did have a little more of the audacity in general, just in general about anything. Um, I, I just think that that's why, like, I think that any time I was like this when I did theater too, like anytime anyone would be like, Oh my God, you did so good in a show. I would be like, thank you. In the back of my head, I'd be like, they're, they're lying. They have to say that. <laughs> okay. So like whenever people like, you know, say nice things to me, I think that's why, like, I don't really let the bad things or the good things get to my head. I do think that's like a, something a big advice that I always I always say to people if they ask that about reality shows. Um, but I think that's kind of how I end up staying like quote unquote grounded um, in a wild world where everyone's a super fabulous influencer because I don't consider myself to be part of it. Um, okay, that's so fair enough. That, whether you think I am or not is cool and weird to me, but I just don't think I'm part of it. <laughs> Um, you do have fans. And I think that is part of like what makes people influencers besides like the sponsorships and all that. Like you are a member five years later, people still remember you and, and want to hear from you. That is to me yeah. an influencer. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, you know, influential person in general outside even of, of Instagram and stuff. But like, I just think that, uh, I don't know. I think that I just don't let I always will say, don't let the good comments or the don't believe anything that anyone says, good or bad, because you're never as good as people think you are or say you are, and you're never as bad as people think or say you are. So, like, none of it's true anyway. Like, everything is made up. This it's whole literally, world. you're all liars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, because they don't know you really. And, like, the people, yeah. the things I think they're like the nicest things is when people who actually know me in real life are like, you know, they'll see me say something on a show and be like, that was so you. And I'm like, yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I do it, I guess. Cause I, I don't really like think that you don't I'm hurt. put on a show either. Like you can tell speaking to you from the last couple interviews, when we chat online, you are very genuine. You're very open. You're I'm not thinking before I speak really, you know, you're not, you're not setting up. Like I have to act like that. I have to fit into this mold. For reality, yes, I don't know how to even fit into any mold it, unless I'm. That's I think why I liked theater because like I could fit in myself into a mold and try on different hats of different personalities and stuff. 
but be under the guise of like, oh, I'm acting. I'm playing a different character. I'm in a different outfit than I normally wear. I have different of a wig maybe or like different makeup than I normally would. But whenever I find it really difficult, even though I do have acting background, I don't think it I thought it, I would be like that, you know, more like, oh, I'll put, go in there and be hilarious and put on a show. But what I found is that like, oh, this isn't acting. I'm actually, people are going to think this is me for real. And so I want to be me for real. I don't want to be like a, a version of myself that is a character, you know? Sure. Um, they're going to turn in, that into a character. I will become a character by, by proxy, you know? But like, I don't want to, I don't even know what, I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I, I just want to be my normal self, I guess. Yeah. And that, which is why I don't regret anything, anything, I've, even the, the bad things I've said or done on TV, the minimal things I've said or done, they've shown that they've shown. I don't, I'm like, yeah, that was a pretty shitty thing for me to say at that time. I get it. I should have Nobody's it. perfect. Everybody <laughs> is black yeah, and white, shades of gray. If you're drunk trying to console your friend, then you probably <laughs> say mean things too about somebody else. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. You, oh, it's like when somebody breaks up with somebody and then gets back together with them. And like, when they're not together, you're like, oh, he was this and that, the other thing. And then they're back yeah. together. You're like, oh, well, it wasn't, wasn't that bad. I, yeah, I stand my ground on that. I'm like, yeah, I'll never like him again. I've said too much. <laughs> I can't ever like him again. Now he has to convince me. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, Sachin K18 very kindly wants to know how your mental health is. How are you feeling? Um, it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. The fire surrounding fine. you meme. Yeah. Literally that is that. That's <laughs> okay. That's, that's all you need to say. Yeah. Now uh, that is it for the fan questions. I don't know if you have time to play these games. I would love to, if you do, they're pretty yeah, I have all about, right. like, like 10 more minutes. We can minutes. do that. I We will knock them out in 10 minutes or okay. less. I guarantee you that. Sorry. I just like, so we'll talk and I don't we love it and we'll make this a two-part episode that way if anybody feels the need to take a break and come back we can do that we're probably not going to do that on YouTube because like Jordan and I say we don't know how to edit video and we don't care to that's so come back and listen like you just pause and yeah right people don't tend to do that on the podcast I don't know why but I do do too but like just looking at our number yeah whatever irrelevant all right smash or pass we're gonna start with a couple of uh non-reality tv stars to get warmed up uh (laughs) and then we are gonna go on to the reality tv edition so the first smash or pass travis kelsey smash Uh, by the way i had no idea who he was one until taylor swift hundred like Mm -hmm. i never heard his name and people think that oh you've heard his name no i never heard his name I've heard of Peyton Manning. I've heard of, I don't know, that Jesus guy. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, I just never, Travis, I'm not That's a okay. girl. And Travis You're a Taylor Swift girl. That's fine. You made my radar until that. And now I was like, mm, who's this football guy? But I think, I think they're great. And if they don't get married, I will be really upset. Actually, I've never been so, I've never been invested in a relationship like this ever okay even your own you're like no no literally i've never felt so confident that something was going to work out in 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 general (laughs) including all right jake johnson from new girl smash Hmm? smash okay smash i thought so but i i couldn't you anyone new girl smash (laughs) uh nigel from too hot to handle i don't okay i don't know personalities 
Because okay. I didn't watch. I don't think I've seen him. Face off looks alone. Smash. Nice. I would say uh, for both. Yes, smash. Really? From my memory. Now, maybe uh, it's been a long time since I watched the season, but yes, I think so. I think he was a really nice guy. What season was he on? What season was He was on season two, I believe. Oh, well, then I watched it. Uh, I'll tell you in a second. I think I watched it. keep going. Through season three. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Joey from The Bachelor. Um. You oh, know. season four. Okay. Okay. I don't think I watched season four. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong. I remember thing. that. Anyway. Those cute little dimples. Um, speaking of cute little dimples, there's <laughs> Joey. You're cute. Um, the new bachelor. I think that we're maybe about the same height, but you know, I've dated other guys for some that you know about and some you don't know about that were about Whoa. my same height. Well, um, guys, we would know. Well, yeah, Mark is, well, he says 5'9, but he's not 5'9. Um, and then. A guy I dated in college for like almost four years. He was like about five nine. Um, so Joey, I think he's like sweet enough and cute enough and fun enough. And he's definitely gorgeous. So smash 100%. All right. Dario from uh, The Challenge and Are You the One? Or I again, think it's Dario. I always mess up. Again, no name. personality. I don't know. I've never, I haven't seen him on. Yeah. I never, I don't watch Are You the One or The Challenge, but pass. Okay. Yeah, personality, <laughs> I, I would say no. Uh, Matt from Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Again, don't know him really, but okay. Does he have He's an another personality? Um, God, I don't know if I've ever really heard him. Talk. I don't think so. If he's tall and has an accent, I'll probably smash. He's but... tall, <laughs> then probably smash him. Okay, TJ Lavin, the host of the Challenge. Mm, pass. Okay, Jake Cunningham from The Ultimatum. Oh. I would say personality good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did watch that. Um, pa- uh, Smash. Okay, yeah, he's really cute. Jason Oppenheim from Selling Sunset. Uh oh, <laughs> I thought that was easy. <laughs> I could see, yeah, the balls, the yes. He uh, is below my height. I do know that. So I'm, I am no Chriselle. I am not a saint. I um, did not pull anybody from Love Is Blind because I didn't want to put you on the spot like that. Except, except, okay, I lied. Okay, there's one because I want to make this happen. <laughs> the last one. Um, Prince from Love It's No, he did Johnny pretty dirty from what it sounds like. But then he did. He opened up. He did admit to Here's the thing. We all fuck up. We all do dumb shit. But it's how you deal with doing the dumb shit. And if you own up and you're like, yeah, that was stupid that I did that. I was mean and it was hurtful and I should have done it. I regret how I did that. Um, which is seemingly what he did. So again, I think he's maybe a little short for me, but he might, I, he might be on the shorter side. Um, but I will say I talked to him for like two hours last week and he's He's very sweet and seems like a genuine apology. Genuinely, you know? Yeah, no, I think he's really cute. I would say, I would say smash. Okay. That's the last one to put you on the spot. I completely forgot. I did that. And then as I'm like, no, there's nobody from Love is Blind. That's the next one. <laughs> um, all right. We'll do like three never have I ever's. Mm-hmm. Um, never have I ever um, created a Finsta account to follow an ex or to lurk. I have never. Um, but I do still have my podcast Instagram. 
even though we haven't had the podcast in, in like a couple of years, it is attached to my account. So I can, if I do need to do some sleuthing, I don't interact with anything, anything though, but if I do need to just like see some things, I'm not looking at stories, but if I do ever feel the need, I can do that or let friends do it from there or whatever. But yeah, I have creeped on people on that in the past, but. Have you ever Googled yourself? Yeah. Yes, of course. Even before I was ever on reality TV. I <laughs> Were you ever surprised at the results? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Have you ever borrowed anything from set? Borrowed permanently. Uh, like, like stolen it. Um, I don't No. Um, I was given some like a couple things, but that was it. I was able, okay. I was allowed to take them, but what'd you take? What'd they give well, you? Well, like for for like perfect match, we got to keep our water bottles, you know. Okay. Or like Love is Blind, we had these like little makeup bags because we kept all wanting to like touch up our makeup when we were there but so we would like leave and go outside to like go to the bathroom to like fix our makeup oh yeah they're like no no (laughs) well we were like well we can't bring our whole like makeup thing they're like just bring a few like touch up things and like they put it in a little pouch put our names on it so i have that all right and then the last one before we let you go have you ever dated somebody from reality tv from a show besides love is blind or perfect match um never have I ever I mean I have never (laughs) okay yeah well Lauren tell us uh briefly promote your podcast in case it's resurrected if you need help doing that we might be able to I know know a guy or a gal listen Um, if you find a production company to do like back-end stuff of it it was hard but yeah I had a podcast called permission to enter it was really fun um with my friends Tiffany but um but yeah other than that I mean, just follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Where can we follow you on social? Um, one, two, three, Lauren C on All right. TikTok or Instagram. I don't really post many TikToks, but every once in a while I'll do, I do, but. And I they are, they're fun. golden. The ones that you post. I mean, we saw some of them here. <laughs> yeah. There's something. <laughs> All right, guys, Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Elsie. We really appreciate it. We love having you on. Come back anytime. We will share if you get the podcast going again, if we're able to create a network. <laughs> yes, we'll get it, it going. <laughs> uh, guys, you know what to do. If you're listening and you haven't hit subscribe, like follow, comment, review, please do you it. Know the drill. We love you and we will see you next time. Thank you, as always, for listening to this week's episode of the Love Pod Podcast. Next week, we have top five things you need to know about Love is Blind before the season six premiere happening on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024. We can't wait for what season six has in store. Thanks for tuning in. You know what to do if you haven't subscribed yet. We love you and we'll see you next time.